Hello. Welcome to Public Affairs and WRBH. I'm Lynn Koppel, and today we have a very interesting program. This is a very busy time in New Orleans that we're recording, and the gentleman we're going to be speaking to and the lady we're going to be speaking to are doing some interesting things and some things which seem to me to be of great service to New Orleans, and I want you all to listen to it, and um, you can see how you can, all of you, my listeners, can get involved. Hello. Welcome, gentlemen. We're on the phone, so you have to introduce yourself. I can't see you, gentlemen and ladies. Please, go ahead. All right. Well, well we always believe in ladies first, so why don't we let <laughs> Please. Kai go first? Hello, this is Kai Daly, um, president of Blueprint Global Group, founder of the Made Men. Okay. And? And I'm Marvin. I'm Marvin Dickerson. I'm the vice chairman of the board for 100 Black Men of America. Okay. And I'm Jonathan Wilson with 100 Black Men of Metro New Orleans, and thank you for inviting us on. Well, thank you all so much for coming. As I say, the sound this is a very busy time for you. I'm looking at your press release, and it's just a page full. It seems like something all the time going on. Tell us first. You want to give a, does one of you want to give a little background about what the made man is or the made men? What? Where and well, the awards, of course, too, we're going to discuss. But what is the background of the organization, or the hundred? Uh, well, uh, go ahead. Yeah, Lynn, I I will uh, defer to Kai on the made man piece, <laughs> and then I'll try to on the one hundred of America in this background. Good, Kai, if you will. Yes, the made man is a national platform in which we honor uh, achievements of of male leaders. In, in various cities. We have three um, core values. We, we, we showcase philanthropy, we honor achievement, and we impact the community. Mm-hmm. It's a one-day-long series in which um, we go into the community and we partner with local schools and our honorees uh, get a, an opportunity to provide motivational tools to young, young students, particularly men. And that evening, we have a press conference and we have the the amazing opportunity to honor the top 50 top influencers in that particular city and nationally. And we've been so fortunate to partner with 100 Black Men as a presenting partner, which is a natural marriage based on the membership and the value that they have as an organization. So our whole entire premise is to mobilize communities, make an impact, and showcase achievement while building a bridge to empower each community as we come into that city. Sounds wonderful. And I go ahead. Yeah, and uh, Kai, thank you for that. And as Kai mentioned, it was a natural marriage between uh, made man and hundred black men of America. So you know, the hundred black men, uh, you know, started in Harlem, New York, in 1963 by Jackie Robinson, David Dinkins, William Haley, and Nathan Goldston. And after all of these individuals. Uh, came together, they realized they had a common bond. And that common bond is they were all successful because somewhere in their background, someone had provided them a leg up or they had mentored them. And so they they formed an organization called 100 Black Men of New York, founded on the principle, on the cornerstone of mentoring and giving back to the community. As these men moved around the country, uh, pursuing their dreams and aspirations, they would start new chapters. So uh, from 1963 to 1983, um, we had 
nine original chapters. And these gentlemen came together in Washington, D.C. and said, you know, maybe we should, con- you know, create this national organization. And they talked about it for a couple of years. And then in 1986, we formed 100 Black Men of America with nine original chapters. Uh, fast forward to today, we have over 102 chapters around the around the uh, country, wow. including uh, the UK and uh, London and Turks and Caicos and the Caribbean basin. We do have interest groups on the continent of Africa that we're currently working with, but we're in over 32 different states in the country today. And we are, we service more than 125,000 young people on an annual basis. Mm, we yeah. give out millions of dollars in scholarships. We have this thing called, um, what we call um, platforms, which we are our platforms or our pillars, and that is mentoring, education, health and wellness, economic empowerment, and, of course, leadership. And we believe if we deal with those things, uh, that we'll provide a strong foundation for changing the outcomes and the trajectory of our young people in our communities where we serve. And so what better marriage for us to partner with an organization around an event called Made Men, because we believe our membership is littered uh, with uh, men that are examples of the Made Man. They are very successful. They are good fathers, good family folks, great husbands, good community leaders and civic leaders, but more importantly, they have a passion and a desire to care for our young people in their community. And so when we had an opportunity to partner with Kai and Blue, Go- Blue Global around made men. It only made sense. And so what we have done with this national partnership, we've identified nine different markets, usually around major events like the Super Bowl, NBA All-Star, uh, BET Awards. We're going to Austin for an event. We're actually going um, uh, abroad to Africa for an event. Uh, We're doing Congressional Black Caucus here in D.C., but really we are bringing the event, as uh, Kai said, to celebrate uh, philanthropy, uh, engage the community, and more importantly, celebrate the leadership that exists in our community. And so New Orleans is next on the list, and so we uh, reached out to Jonathan, who's one of our uh, uh, flagship uh, chapters and chapter leaders in the organization and ask them to come on board to help us with the event there in New Orleans uh, during the week of NBA All-Star. Well, it sounds wonderful. Jonathan, do you have something to add? I'm interested to hear what you've been doing in New Orleans. I know you're here because, of, or not you're here, you're here because you live here and work here, but um, you decided to do it around the NBA excitement, which we're having, and the I'm afraid, the carnival excitement, too. So tell us about yes. what's going on in New Orleans when it's not all this exciting. Yes, well, what's going on in New Orleans? I think New Orleans is involved in a uh, renaissance uh, of um, of a culture, revival, uh, advocacy, and education. And so we're very proud to participate in this, to really highlight and uh, congratulate those in the community who have been working to uh, build the community all of our children deserve. We, 
We partnered with Made Men because one of the things that we teach in our education, in our mentoring pillar, is the importance of being prepared for success and working toward uh, goals and understanding uh, what things need to be done in order to ensure uh, success. And so if students want to be bankers, doctors, lawyers, educators, teaching them proper dress, etiquette, uh, grooming, um, and that involves owning a suit, owning a tie, owning a shirt, uh, having it pressed, uh, and, and really exercising uh, themselves with a decorum that would be conducive for a professional environment. Mm-hmm. This was a natural blend with uh, what we've been doing with our young men and our young women, as well as what we've been doing in the community uh, and with our partnerships with schools and with uh, other organizations to help ensure that uh, the kids in our community have the tools for success. It's also um, fortuitous that uh, we would already be doing this event, and then the unfortunate uh, uh, disaster that took place next week, last week with the tornadoes, because yes. it's also another opportunity to have a drive to help provide for the needs of uh, the families who were affected in the New Orleans metro area uh, with last week's tornadoes. It's, it's very devastating that uh, Hurricane Katrina hit more than 10 years ago, and then families were delayed in their recovery efforts due to uh, some chemical disasters and the BP oil spill. And, but now, as families have rebounded and as New Orleans is going through this renaissance, you have many people who are now rebuilding yet again uh, through this disaster. And so we want to show solidarity and come together to help provide for them uh, so that they can continue to prosper. Well, you know, and it's a wonderful mentoring and also modeling thing to show here's what strong individuals do to help their community you know, you, you're constantly working to do better for all people, and uh, certainly a, a great opportunity. Well, I'm very excited about the whole thing. Before we get too far afield, though, tell me about the exciting event that perhaps people can take uh, part in, the thing that's going on at Dookie Chase. So that event is an opportunity for the uh, 50 honorees to come together with uh, supporters and really celebrate those accomplishments and then also um, network and build relationships to help better Mm -hmm. impact uh, the lives of the people in our community. That event is actually the the culminating of a series of service events that will happen that day uh, within two schools, both uh, Green School Uptown and Pierre Capdo, Mm-hmm. which is closer to the uh, lakefront area mm-hmm. on yeah. a canal uh, on Canal Street. Um, we're really excited about the event, and I know there's a lot of buzz in the city because this is it's been a long time since something like this has happened, and for so many people to be in the same place receiving this honor at the same time, there are a lot of folks excited. Well, you know, I think it's wonderful that you're reaching out to the schools as well and to you know, talk to them about these things that, that you all know so well and, um, you know, help our young people to kind of begin to understand, you know, the responsibility and that you have elders who are um, going to be standing with you and behind you and pushing you forward. That, that's a wonderful thing to be doing. And I'm, I'm so glad yeah. you're doing that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, yeah, I was just going to say... Jonathan, uh, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say very briefly, um, it's interesting that you use um, uh, standing 
because one thing we we always talk to our young people about is that we all stand on the shoulders of giants. Well, and it's those that come before us. It's their shoulders that we stand on to continue to move the needle forward in creating a better life for the children that follow us. So important to teach and to, for our children to be to hear that over and over and over again as many times as as you can hear it, and and that's very important. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, tell me about what you're going yeah. to be doing for the at the well. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking about let's talk about the tornado thing. Um, you all, yeah. I guess, just yeah, found just out about say, that a few was, days ago, huh? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. That you know, uh, Lynn. One of the things that we pride ourselves on, you know is being uh, having our pulse on what's going on in communities where we have chapters and young people that who we serve. Uh, the day of the event, we reached out and connected with our leadership of our chapters there and throughout the state of uh, Louisiana. And one of our first questions was, number one, are you guys okay? Yes. Do you need anything? And secondly, how can we help the community? We... You know, we have to be on top of our game and be engaged in that way because we have a tagline, what they see is what, they be, what they'll be. And if we want young people to have a sense of community and, and be stakeholders in their own individual community, we have to lead by example. And so we reached out early on, connected with Jonathan, and he said this is what uh, he wanted to do there. And so... We engaged and said, Jonathan, just tell us what you need. And this event was already planned, and we just made sure we just redirected some of our resources to address, um, you know, the new need. So, mm-hmm. Jonathan, if you want to talk more specifically about what we're doing there on the ground, have at it. Please. And what we're doing here, we're going to be doing a collection drive for uh, school supplies and other items that uh, kids may need in the affected community. A lot of folks don't realize that there was an elementary school uh, in the middle of the path of uh, damage and destruction from from the tornadoes. Um, The school actually started uh, back today in a different site because there's there's extensive damage to the uh, building that was in that area. We also want to collect supplies for uh, the families that were affected, uh, specifically cleaning supplies, uh, toiletries, things of that nature, so that we can provide mm-hmm. immediate needs um, so that they don't have to uh, bear that burden. There are a few other things that the chapter is uh, looking into doing for the affected area. Um, we, we may even make a few financial contributions to those that are uh, the most needy, but that that's some of the work that we're doing here on the ground to work with um, to work with those that we immediately affected. There are a number of members who've also volunteered to help folks uh, put um, temporary roofs on their homes mm. and uh, clear out some of the debris and the destruction so that the uh, sanitation crews can haul, um, haul that debris away. Well, you know, that's so wonderful because uh, a lot of times people are devastated, and this is the first few days, but life has to go on and school has to go on for children. Of course, if you've lost all your books and all your school supplies, and it's kind of hard to get around. Possibly you don't have a car. So this this will be wonderful that you'll be able to provide the children so they can get back to work at their schools, and the people in the community will have someone to partner with to kind of help them get their lives back together. A wonderful thing, and I'm so glad glad you're here, but I bet 
you know, kind of an unexpected uh, busy time, probably the yeah. party will be more fun. And let's hope maybe maybe the good deeds will make the party more fun. Tell us more about the party well, the, and, the, and the people that are being well, honored. Yeah, and before we get to that, you were referring to it as a party. Oh, I'm sorry. It's more of a, it's more of a reception and a networking opportunity for these young people, for these uh, these professionals okay. to connect with each other because they are all doing very good work in the community. Mm-hmm. Most of them probably be may be aware of each other, but they may not have had the opportunity to actually meet face to face. And, and connect with each other. So we want to provide that opportunity. What a good all idea. Doing good work. And so if you connect people that are doing good work, you can, you can create multipliers. And that's uh, our hope, that we'll create a lead behind in New Orleans that is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. But I also, while, while I have the opportunity before I have to uh, depart <laughs> this call, I wanted to uh, bring... Uh, up the fact that New Orleans has a special place uh, in the hearts of the members of the 100 Black Men of America. We had our national conference there in 2005, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was um, we we held our uh, annual conference there in 2005 uh, in June, uh, two months before Hurricane right. Katrina hit New Orleans. Yes, and it was the First time that we and we launched an initiative called our Community Empowerment Project, and that Community Empowerment Project was a project inspired by our local chapter there. But we adopted a local school, mm-hmm. uh, Harriet Tugman Elementary, and we went into that school months before our conference and saw kids that did not have central air, didn't have. Um, a library, did not have a technology lab, did not have uniforms or equipment or needed uh, school supplies. And we were actually, quite frankly, uh, we were heartbroken to see young kids of color in a school and under those circumstances. And we knew they could not be successful unless they got resources. So we made a commitment to the school. We had the principal of the school send us a list of everything that she, in her wildest dreams, thought that she needed. We got the list. We were kind of blown away. But our chairman challenged us at the time. He said, if we're truly the 100 black men of America, then we'll get this done. Mm-hmm. And we returned in June, and we blew that school and those parents and those students away. We, we, part- we reached out to our partners. We got them centralized air. We were able to get... Um, uh, uniforms for We have partners adopt the school. We went to Scholastic, one of our partners, and got books donated to stock their library. We uh, reached out to uh, one of our technology partners and secured uh, uh, computers and set up and configured a technology lab. We actually brought in celebrities like Lamar, Lamar Burton and Emmanuel Lewis and others to do reading circles with the mm-hmm. kids. Um, at the day that we presented to them, um, all of this, it wasn't in a dry eye in the, in the auditorium. I imagine not. Um, mm-hmm. And so we left it on a high note, and two months later, Hurricane Katrina hit. Um, yes. The school and the kids did okay, but um, 
many of the kids um, were displaced. And so they ended up being dispersed to other schools. And uh, we had a task force that came down and, and, and viewed the damage from Hurricane Katrina. And uh, it was devastating. And oh, our, nice. our national board uh, made a commitment. Uh, we sat down with the mayor at that time. And we said, we will be back to uh, New Orleans. It may take us a few years, but we make a commitment to come back no later than 2013. And so in 2013, we came back and, and held another conference there in New Orleans and did additional work there in the community. And ironically, besides this event, uh, with Made Man event this coming Thursday, uh, this coming June, June uh, 7th through 11th, uh, we'll be back in New Orleans for our uh, 31st annual conference. So we'll be back. Uh, we're, we remain committed and, uh, and interested in the well-being of the community there in New Orleans. So I wanted to make sure that your listening audience knew that this is not a one-shot deal. We, no. We've demonstrated over time that we've been very committed to New Orleans and, more importantly, to the young people of New Orleans and their plight. Well, that's it. You're here. You're working. You're going to continue to do the work. Wonderful. I'm, I'm really impressed by all of this. You know, is there a way, now think about this, is there a way that the people who are listening to my show, um, in whatever way, is there some way they can help what you're doing um, or, and it would show an interest in it? Give us some uh, some suggestions about that. In other words, we're all interested in the the future of New Orleans. We want young people to succeed in, in every way they can. And are, but are there some ways that just ordinary citizens who maybe, you know, we aren't as outstanding as perhaps some of the people that are coming to events like this? <laughs> what what can just the average person do? How can we get involved? Well, I would. Well, I would personally. I would say I think they should support uh, our local chapter and the work that they are doing there. Uh, they can start by supporting the event. Tomorrow night, mm-hmm. uh, there's ways that you can still uh, secure tickets to that event. Uh, Jonathan will provide the website and, and all that. But more importantly, I think it's you know it's beyond this event tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. You could make donations. You know, uh, you know, I come from the Baptist tradition, and we believe in time, talent, and treasure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you either can give your time. Um, by volunteering to help. And if, if you go to uh, the local uh, 100 Black Men of New Orleans website, and Jonathan will provide sure. that, uh, that you'll be able to volunteer. You also can make donations or contributions. Um, and you can also give of your talent. You know, mm-hmm. you may have some specific resource or, or capability that may be valuable to them. So reach out to them, connect with them. Um, and more importantly, you know, support this event tomorrow. So, Jonathan, if you want to provide the information sure. uh, how yeah. they can connect with you. Yes, please, because we have a number of different initiatives many people can participate in. And like Marvin said, we accept time, talent, and treasure. Uh, treasure helps push uh, the program programmatic efforts of our organization forward, our advocacy efforts on behalf of children forward. 
but time and talent, the, the children want to see us. They want to work with us. They want to have the benefit of being with us. So time, talent, and treasure. To participate in tomorrow's reception, um, the website is as follows, https colon slash slash mademanallstar.eventbrite.com. Once again, mademanallstar.eventbrite.com. To reach out to the chapter, you can either call us at 504-208-9337. Once again, 504-208-9337. Or visit our website at 100blackmennola.org. Once again, 100blackmennola.org. And that people can just call and talk to you and go, you know, give those things again. All right, everyone, get out your pens and pencils. If you're interested in this, take this down. Please, just give it again. I, I always like to do that It's because, as you see, our time is running low. And I want people to, you know, sometimes they, they're sitting there and they're not thinking about writing something down. Can you just give us all that information right again? Yes, uh, be my pleasure. Once again, for tickets to tomorrow's event, mademanallstar.eventbrite.com, mademanallstar.eventbrite.com. To get in touch with the chapter to participate in the local activities, you can either call us at 504-208-9337, 504-208-9337, or visit our website, at 100blackmennola.org. Once again, 100blackmennola.org. You know, thank you all so very much for coming on. As I say, I know you're busy, busy, busy. We're going to get this on. It'll be playing tonight, and the event we're talking about comes on the next day. But what I really wanted to do was talk about things so we could run this a couple of times. So if you, you heard it now listeners, and you'll hear it again uh, when on our schedule. This this usually comes on about two times or three times. And uh, make a note of this. And even if you can't go to the event, you can certainly think about what these people are doing in our community and how people might be involved or at least supportive, which is very important. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming on and sharing what you're doing. I, like I say, it's it's been enlightening and it's also going to be very helpful in our community. And uh, as you have been in the past, you will be in the future. Thank you again so much. Thank, thank you for having us. This has been... Thank you. Well, thank like I say, and we'll, we'll talk again. If there's anything else uh, that you all want to add, anything, any final thoughts? No, I just want to thank you so much for supporting the Made Man. We really appreciate everything you're doing for us. Well, thank you again, and uh, good luck in New Orleans, and I hope we'll all be enjoying and hearing more about what's what's going on. This has been Public Affairs. Thank you, Lance. Thank you. This has been Public Affairs on WRBH. Thanks for listening.